Have you ever felt like you didn't want to wake up? I have. Today I want to share you three stories about my life. These three stories changed my perspective, which in return changed my life, and my wish is that it does the same for you. The first story is about dreams. Four years ago, my older brother Jay married a Playboy model, and she left him for a multimillionaire. She was in the process of leaving for a multimillionaire. At the time, I moved home to Connecticut because my sister was about to get married. <clears throat> we come up and he had an idea to start a business together. So me and him wrote on a napkin. I can still remember clearly as they wrote on a napkin, scheduled a coffee shop music studio was the concept. And I remember him turning to me and saying, Jeff, I don't think we could do this. I said, yeah, we can. We just need money, Jay. And I've always been good at making money. And he goes, all right. So we set out a goal. And we set out the goal to make 77 million because at the time, he, the coffee shop would do well with 77 million and he also <laughs> he also thought it would help him earn back uh, his family two days later after it we had the goals we wrote out the blueprint I went to go wake him up to get a haircut and as I went to wake him up to get a haircut he passed away on drugs fentanyl and at that moment giving him CPR going to wake him up and I remember just being so lost at that moment and not even knowing what to feel. This is the brother I brought up here to actually help him build these dreams together. I talked to him, I, I motivated him. I used to teach behavioral middle school kids and inspire them all the time, they can do it. And I was like, this is perfect tra training. It brought me right from my older brother, Jason. And here he is and he's lying there and he's not waking up. And shortly after that, I found myself at the same school I was teaching at. One of my students, favorite students in middle school, committed suicide. And I found myself in the same funeral home I was at for my brother that it was for this student. I remember because of everything I was going through, HR pulled me in the office and they kind of just looked at me and they, they basically threatened to fire me. And I remember saying, well, fire me now because I don't, I don't care if I live. And at that moment, the therapist, uh, the, the lady looked at me and she goes, whoa, maybe get four therapy sessions. They're on us. And being the entrepreneur I always am, I was like, all right, four free therapy sessions, I'll take it. So I went, I, went to, uh, I went to the therapy sessions and I downloaded my whole life story, my mom passing away, everything, in these four sessions, probably talking as fast as I'm talking right now. So the, the, the therapist lady goes, whoa, you, need AC, you have ADD, you're obsessed, you're talking about this coffee shop idea, you've never even done anything with coffee. <laughs> and she goes, you need to get medication, go to sleep clinic. And I said, fine, mend me up. So I went home that day and I had a piece of paper in hand and I went to my dad, actually, and I, I, my dad was always good with advice. And I said, hey, dad, I think I'm going to go to sleep clinic because it's going to help me build Kokomo Jays, which was the name I built for the, this dream that I was forming in my head. And my dad goes, you know, Jeff, you've been through a lot. He goes, I don't know if you need that. And he gives me a book, Power of the Subconscious Mind. Now, gr granted, I was never into growth like my brother. I was always kind of just doing the own thing, kind of just trying to make it happen. And I look at the book, and if you're ever depressed or you lost me, you don't feel like reading a book, right? So I was like, okay, Dad. And I, I knew he meant well, and I looked at subconscious mind. I knew my mind was messed up. And then he showed me a video on YouTube. And I, I watched the video, and I remember asking, who's that guy that he watched? Because it made me laugh. So we go home that day. And I, I went home. It was one of those overcast gray days. And I go home, and I, I lay down on, on, on my, my bed. And I basically prayed, that's when I prayed, God, I don't care if I wake up. And in that moment, for whatever reason, I searched depression and the name of the video that my dad showed me, Grant Cardone. And I found this guy going crazy, talking literally about 
how they want to medicate him, him when he had uh, dreams he wanted to do. And it just, it spoke to me. And there's always been a time in life when someone speaks to you, they feel like it's speaking right to you. And that's what it did to me. And he talked about if Oprah did it and it's Oprah, then you can do it. So I got out of bed that day and I got clear with nothing around. I wrote down my dreams. I wrote down, I'm going to build the biggest coffee shop music studio ever. And it's going to be called Kokomo Jays. I then for the whole month, I, actually it was the year I studied, I roasted coffee, I grinded beans, I, I got all into this stuff. And then I realized, man, I don't like the coffee side of it. And I don't even need espresso. Like I was drinking a lot of espressos. And then I was like, I love the business side of it. So I started studying successful business owners. And I found one, this guy, Doug Zumbach, in New Canaan, Connecticut. And he basically was the one who said to me, hey, everything you told me, you're an entrepreneur. And I remember saying, what's that? I had no clue. And then after that, I started to focus and learn and made out a goal to basically build this one day. And this has been my inner drive. So success is the realization of a worthy idea, right? I have a worthy idea, and I'm going to talk about the three parts of it. So these were the goals that my older brother that you see here that he wrote down one day. And um, that's, I, I keep them all. I might even own an Audi R8 and park it outside the coffee shop. But you got to have dreams in life. So whatever dreams you are, you got to believe. And that's why the next story is about belief. So back when I was younger, I remember I wanted to play quarterback in the NFL. And there was no reason why I thought I couldn't do it, right? <laughs> Not at all. Doesn't matter that I was homeschooled and never even really played in high school. I thought I could do it. My family, everybody tried to talk me out of it. Now the helmets are different. You're not the right size, all that. I ignored them and I pursued this dream. I was like, no, I'm going to do it. What happened was I didn't have a good throwing motion. And I got the mockery of the team. I still remember the coach when I was going to play at the best level I could showing me I was fourth on the depth chart saying, you can never be quarterback. You're, you're the fourth on my team. And he really just did not want me to succeed, which as entrepreneurs, you just want to succeed when people don't want to succeed. So I worked with my younger brother. I worked on my throwing motion. I kept my spot as quarterback on the team. And then something happened. He started calling me Tebow. Tebow, for anybody who doesn't know, he was this guy who got mocked a lot for not being a quarterback. And it started affecting me. So the belief of the name Tebow affected me and basically had where I was skipping balls on the ground, even though I, was, I actually had a pretty good arm. And I was like, man, so I get laughed out of practice. Then something changed that happened, changed my belief and the team's belief. Tim Tebow started winning in the NFL. He started becoming clutch in these crazy comebacks. And it made me, in practice, be, be, be more clutch, thinking the same Tebow name was a clutch nickname. And I started doing better. I wound up getting playing time, where they all chanted Tebow. That same coach goes, nobody call him that. Just stop calling him that. <laughs> I said, no, everybody's calling me Tebow. And I still even own that nickname today. But it was just crazy because I wound up starting. I wound up actually having a fourth quarter rollout pass to score a winning game. And I would never have had that if I gave up and I didn't believe in myself. But also, if I didn't change the word, that word Tebow, I changed the meaning of belief. So whatever you do, believe but surround yourself with people who believe in you. And that's when I'm going to go to uh, the third story here. Back when I was young, there was one girl I saw, and I saw her, and I remember thinking, that's the girl I'm going to marry. <laughs> and I was like, that's the only girl I'm ever going to ask to marry me. And it's true. Still to this day, she's the only girl I've ever asked to marry me. And so at the time, I did everything I could to kind of be around her, cherished every moment I had with her. We all know. I think this, you know, every song's written about this, right? <laughs> Girls and stuff too, right? Oh, that song's written for me, right? 
So I get out, I wait for the perfect moment. I didn't really want to talk, but I, I always envisioned myself asking me to marry her. This is going back years when I was young through high school before the football days. And then I finally get to the point, even though there were some days when I'm like, man, my haircut doesn't look good. You know, I don't look good this day. I'm not here, you know, and uh, I'm not, I just like, so I waited for the perfect moment. The perfect moment to me was she was sitting in her car and she's talking and I'm sitting listening to her and I pull a ring from my pocket and I put it on the dashboard and I give her a dashboard proposal and I said, then marry me. And it was, it's still right now, as I tell the story, still a perfect moment to me, but it wasn't a perfect moment for her because she was already engaged. She was about to be married. <laughs> and it, it sounds like, well, I thought, you know, at Tebow time, I could save it at the end, you know? And, and she wanted to get married. So, but what that showed me that in life, don't wait for the perfect moment. If I probably tried a little sooner with her and didn't wait so long, might have had a better chance, right? <laughs> so in life and everything you do, these are the three, I, I coach people to make money online. I was originally gonna do that. But I figured, no, this is, this is almost better because before you get to making the money, you gotta have the dreams of what you want the money for, right? Nobody wants green pieces of paper. So get the dreams, right? Believe in yourself, right, the belief. And then take some action, which when you take action, that becomes the perfect moment, which is really what this is right now, actually. But I want to tell you something. So in life, if you don't remember anything, remember this. You are the five people that you surround yourself with, right? Be intentional. In your life, you get to pick the job you want, those people you want up with you, right? I'm very proud of one of the things I did to learn to become a successful businessman where I'm gonna keep becoming a successful business, learning from a guy, JC Tanati, just a true entrepreneur, never stops working. He's working right now. He's, he's just always, and he's a good dad, and he's a good guy, good family guy, giving me good advice, right? And it doesn't matter what people say, what you can't do. That's more a belief of their limitations on themselves, not yours. You know, I've been told in life, I can't do something. I did it, quarterback, lifeguard, teacher, all these things, right? And it's crazy, actually, the same girl told me I couldn't become a lifeguard and a teacher. I went up to her and I, I was at a dance and I said, hey, can you tell me I won't make 77 million? And she went, no. And I said, why? And she goes, because you do everything I say I want to. And I was like, man, she doesn't want me to get rich, you know? But, so anyway, but it was funny. As I was teaching at the middle school, I realized that, man, people are gonna tell you something and you can actually use it. It only matters what you believe in yourself. And here you're gonna see a note a student wrote me and, because of that, and everything I told you, I, I may become president one day, you know, so <laughs> that's the video. But here's this. I want to leave you with this. My dreams keep me awake. Where that came from was one night I was working late. My brother sees me working. I was actually working on a business plan for this coffee shop music studio. I have it all written out, right? It, it'll come. But when I'm writing it out, my brother was like, what are you doing? And I literally turned to him and said, hey, my dreams are keeping me awake. I can't sleep. We've all gone to those places. When you go into a place, you kind of go into a, you know, a franchise and they have the, our story here and they put the story out on the wall and you read it. This is my dream, to see this picture that you see here of my brother, right? And tell this story of everything I'm working, the software that I invested into, the real estate investment that I, I did, just the different things that I didn't even think I was potential of doing, that I just started taking on greater risks, right? And have greater rewards that one day will build this. And I want everybody to come to it. Like, I'm gonna make sure Everybody there is going to come for a coffee just like you do, right? You need energy, right, to get through the day. Maybe I won't be drinking them, but <laughs> they're going to come for a coffee. They leave with a feeling, inspired with hope that they can believe and take action to chase their dreams because my dreams keep me awake, and I know they're going to keep you awake too.
Thank you. Thank you.